Welcome back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Twanda. And this is Rumel. Hey, Rumel. Hey, girl. Hey, how are you doing? I am doing great. I enjoyed the Juneteenth celebration that I saw on CNN last night. Did you happen to catch that? No, I didn't catch any TV. Something happening in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of Black musicians who were singing, and the instrumentation was Black. It looks like a lot of Black people in the audience. I don't really know what it's called. I just said... Mm -hmm. I heard them say something about Hollywood and it was on CNN and it looked amazing. Like mm. as much as I say, I don't care for Juneteenth being a holiday. I am all for a Juneteenth concert where we can celebrate black, black artists and listen to them and listen to the oh, instrumentation. Yeah. I love that. So I was like, that's I what love, I'm talking about. Well, that's, that's, I mean, I think that's the good stuff. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the good stuff. I think I don't think that fits in the commercialism kind of. No, that's actually what was happening before. So we were happy with that. But that was so cool. It's like, yeah, bopping and listening to the music. But now the fact that it was on CNN, that's the real big difference. Normally that would have been on BET. (laughs) And we wouldn't Ah. have seen it anywhere else. But because it was a national holiday, and that's attached to it. That's the only reason why I think it was on CNN. But hey, yeah. that works for me. You know, I guess you, you find the silver lining and go with it. That's right. Mm-hmm. I believe in a silver lining. Did you have a good Father's Day? I had a wonderful Father's Day. Um, <laughs> me, me personally. No, um, <laughs> no, my uh, my husband and my dad, we cooked. I cooked out on a grill. Now, I cook in the house all the time, right? Yes, all the time. I know this. All, all the time. But I said, self, why don't we grill for the men in our lives since they grill? My husband yeah. in particular. That's something I would never everything. say to self, but go ahead, Ramel. Yeah, I was like, tell me self, your thought process. Ramel, you can do this. Mm. And I did do it. But I was like, God, dog it. I do not give my man enough credit for when he is sitting out there grilling. And he also fries fish and he'll fry fish outside. First of all, it's just not it's not my ministry. <laughs> it's just not my ministry. I'm going to say that it's not so, my ministry. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. So but I mean, it came out. So well, the food was awful. He, no, the food was good. It's just, I'm like, wow, I can't do this on a regular basis. Like, okay. Okay. I just know Father's that. Father's Day is just once a year, so, you know. Yeah, I'm not sure that I'm going to grill again. Although, now I understand why he has three grills. He has three grills of different sizes. Yeah, you're talking to me like, I don't know. My husband has three grills. It's crazy. Yeah. What is that? I keep telling him, I'm like, why do you have three grills? But he was like, see, don't you, aren't you glad you use this particular grill? I'm like, yeah, sure, I am. (laughs) But he had to set it up for me. Not that I'm not able, but he does it all the time. So he was like, well, I'll get the coals going and stuff. So you're good. And he seasoned um, the chicken for me. Okay. So. He does a really good job. And but we had a really good time. We played um cornhole. 
in the I back. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with my dad. And um, we just had like a such a nice chill time with family. Nice. And so, yeah, so I consider it to be a win. Yeah, well, that is fantastic. We had a good time uh, with Father's Day as well. I have to say I did. I did a great job picking out Father's Day cards this year. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. I decided to stop going to BJ's to get the card. Now, <laughs> let me just say, let me say uh, BJ's does have nice cards, but if you wait too late, they don't have those nice cards. I think because mm-hmm. people know to go early. Anyway, I went to the Hallmark store. Whoa, I, you, know you what? felt I like spending money <laughs> to the Hallmark store. I bought nine cards. Anyway, the point is. What? I know, but we have a lot of fathers in our life. Anyway, I, I went and, and Hallmark is not supporting or uh, sponsoring this podcast. I just want you to know. <laughs> <laughs> but feel free to support us, BJs. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> feel free. Anyway, anyway uh, but they have the ma- mahogany line of greeting cards specifically yeah. for black people and the way the card looks is, you know, it just, they they know how to speak to us. It's like the whole line is designed for us, and I appreciate that. And mm-hmm. so this time I went over to the mahogany section. Actually, I was looking at all the, the whole line of Father's Day cards, and there was another sister in there looking. I was like, I was telling my son, I know there is a, a, there's a special section for us, Daniel. And I was looking <laughs> around for it. And Sister Girl said, it's right there on the end cap right there. I was like, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> she knew. She She's knew. like, I know what you're looking for, honey. It's right there on the end cap. I've already been there. I was like, thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> you know what I found out, and I'm not going to, I won't harp on this for very long, is that there are, we, I'm used to seeing mahogany, the mm-hmm. same line that you're mm-hmm. talking about. But I just um, recently, in the last couple of days, I've saw um, saw other card companies that are black owned and are catering to people of color. Oh, beyond mahogany. So you're gonna have to show me though, because I, I really yeah. only know of uh, Hallmark's mahogany line. Yeah, I couldn't lay, list for you a name of another yeah. card line. I, and and I was explaining to Daniel why we needed this because Daniel yeah. has never done much looking for cards before. You know, he's a kid, I mean, just yeah. growing up. Usually, I do that. So I was showing him why, where, and um, I looked into one card, and I was like, "Oh, these words are great," but it was like a little girl on her dad's shoulders, but they were white. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I so don't see myself in that. I'm not buying that card. Yeah. So I don't care if the words yeah. are beautiful, if it's got to have a person on it, and they're not black. Yeah. Because, you know, it's yeah. like I can't. I'm, I'm not going to buy that card. So yeah. that limits the number of cards because I saw some great yeah. stuff, but I can't. A card is supposed to be so personal and a greeting yeah. card is like and that's why know, it is they, mm. in my past we used to shade in the color of the people sometimes so that we could oh, relate yeah. to the card did you ever do that um no however we just i would not pick a card that yeah. had people of other races yeah. on there so i do understand exactly what you're saying mm. and it just really comes back down to the words of representation matters yeah it does it, it truly does matter and um if you haven't had to look for a card with 
someone of a similar hue on the card, <laughs> you probably don't think about it, yeah. but it it's frustrating. So it was also good this weekend when I saw that this other company, if I find it, we can yeah, maybe put it in list the show it. notes, right? Yeah. Um, but they enlist artists, different artists mm-hmm. and different card writers who are people of color. So you're going to have more of a fuller representation not just you know black people there are other people of color yeah Yeah. oh absolutely exist too you know so Mm -hmm. i think that that would be good i really could appreciate it this year um Mm -hmm. that worked for me and i want i don't know if juneteenth had anything to do with how readily available they were but i was like win win for me (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly that is awesome but I am curious mm-hmm. now that now that you you're moving on with not buying cards anymore. You're no like you're not doing it for your son, right? He's oh, he's oh, doing. Yeah. yeah, you're looking at me like what? Yes, I will. I'm gonna be up in there the next birthday. The next. No, no, no. You know what I mean? Like they're they're um, they're, they're moving on. You're moving on. You're getting older, and I'm getting older. Right. And I'm just curious, like, have you started to think about like since I like your kids are like literally moving out of your house, like you are yeah. virtually empty nesting. Yeah, it's, it's just right a now. matter of a couple of, of months now. So, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, are you doing exactly what you think you're going to do for the rest of your life? Or have you ever thought about like changing up, doing something different? Actually, I started a job this month, a new job Mm -hmm. at my company, because I looked around and I realized I really wanted to do something else. And there's a place that I have some natural skills uh, in the area of training. I was like, Mm -hmm. I need to do, I need to go back to that. And I stepped away from that earlier in life because I couldn't find the money that I needed for it. I was, I was trying to make it work, find mm-hmm. the right company. And, and I just had a lot of trouble doing that. So I veered off and I pivoted to a whole nother industry of work where training, which is the thing I love to do, wasn't really the, the focus. It was just a completely different industry in advanced analytics. And from that, I worked there nine years. Then I was able to pivot again most recently to now do training in my advanced analytics company. So mm-hmm. I'm feeling pretty good. I've made a couple of pivots and now I'm at a place with good, or I could retire. Now, the question you asked is, am I where I want to be when I mm-hmm. retire? Mm-hmm. And first of all, I don't even think that I'm going to retire. That's, that's the first thing. <laughs> that's, that's that. I am in a job that I could do till retirement. Mm-hmm. I could I could see that, but I also have in the back of my head that I changed this time to get to this job. There might mm-hmm. be another time in my life where I could see myself doing something different. I don't know what that thing is yet, but I could see it. You know, considering that I'm not retiring. You know, right. I'm just going right. to work until I die. I could imagine later on in another 10 years, I say, you know what, let me do something different. Right, right. Now, what about you? Are you in the thing that you want to be in when you I, retire? Okay, so I do love what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I do love it. Mm-hmm. However, I don't think I'm going to do this forever. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't even think it's, 
I don't even think it would be prudent for me to to continue doing it in terms of my growth and everything. But it's like when the pandemic happened, started, because yeah. I say it happened like happening. it's yeah. past tense because it's not. I mean, I keep on wanting to be able to end uh, end yeah. it, but it's just, it's it's still just keeps like going. post 911, 9-11. <laughs> it's like post pandemic. So it's happened, but we're living a new world because of it. Yes, yes. When that first started working, I worked all through it. Like when I, I say I worked all through it, I mean, like I was still working appointments, going in people's homes and all the way through the pandemic. And so it makes you sit there and go, hmm, is this the way I want to have to, to work? You know what I mean? Because there was like no other option for me to do the to do the work. I have to. Like you had to people. go, right? You had to get yeah. out and do it. Yeah, hmm. it just had me thinking. Like, it might be time, and I to make a change. And I think um, the pandemic really did that with a lot of people. Yeah, I, the pandemic did something. I'm looking for silver linings here, people. But <laughs> the pandemic made us all stop mm-hmm. and think about what we're doing. Because, you know, we literally had to stop and do nothing but be indoors. And I think a lot of people thought about, you know, am I working? You know, thinking about their work because some people's jobs ended mm-hmm. um, involuntarily because they can't do their job. Uh, a lot of like restaurants closed down. Just a lot of other places had to end. So I think a lot of people stopped and was thinking, am I doing what I want to do? Is it worth it? I think even some people found unemployment was paying so much. They're going, man, I only make so much more than this unemployment and I hate my job. <laughs> like, So I yeah. think people really took some time to think about do I, you know, what was it that I want to do? Like you had to think about, well, shoot, you had to still do your job in person during mm-hmm. a pandemic, you know, is this the type of job you want? Me, on the other hand, we found out for sure that I can completely do my job remote and be mm-hmm. successful and it still work. Right. And so, I mean, we didn't really know that about a lot of positions at my company until it happened. And we're like, oh, people can work remote and we can still get paid. Mm-hmm. We can still get things done. So I think it worked differently for, for different folks. And I think people also like when you're faced with death happening quote unquote all around you you know Mm -hmm. we're over a million Mm -hmm. deaths from the pandemic I think people have come to a conclusion that life is too short to be working in some bs job that you absolutely hate right Mm -hmm. and so you know people were leaving toxic environments they were like this is ridiculous and I'm out. It's called the Great Resignation. They actually have a title for it yeah. uh, for, for this pandemic, uh, the Great Resignation. Because a lot of people just said, nah, I won't do that. I'm not going to, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm not doing that. <laughs> not that. <laughs> right. Not that at all. And I even mean, now, people, you know, I feel like we are post pandemic in, in that the we're now living in an age where COVID still exists. We're, we're managing it, but people aren't dying. So it's kind of like it happened and now we're living what life is now. And a lot of people aren't going back to some of those old jobs. They're having a hard Mm-mm. time getting people back. And some, the, the jobs I noticed the most 
uh, the jobs like in restaurants, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I heard recently that a lot of airlines are um, canceling flights because there are not enough pilots. So I'm like, really? Pilots are not happy? Did they just leave? I don't I don't know. But I, I think mm-hmm. a lot of people are reassessing and doing something different. And I think we're still waiting for the shakeout from all of that. Yeah. I think people are trying to follow their passions, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. fi- finding the thing they would work for for free. You've heard that expression, right? Like, I thought that was BS. Is that real? People do stuff. <laughs> no, not work for free, but they want to do the thing that they would be willing yeah. to do. For free, so to speak. And I think people are trying to figure out how to make that pivot to do it, you know, and create their own growth, create Mm -hmm. their own flexibility, because there are a lot of, um, in particular, women Mm -hmm. who are um, looking for the flexibility for their families. Sure. Um, There are a lot of women who are part of that great resignation, too, because they were unable to balance the family work balancing. I mean, like I would go into some people's houses and they would have three kids at home that they were trying to Mm, balance doing schoolwork while they're doing work work. Yeah. I I remember that. God bless them. That was the one that was, that was tough. I saw my coworkers dealing with that and, it makes you really think about what it is that you're that you're doing. Now, this was a one point in time, so I hope, knock on wood, we don't have to go back there again. Right, um, right. And, and people made it through and made it work, and they hopefully they had some flexibility in their jobs. But it, I do think all of this made us stop and think, what are we doing? Do we like what we're doing? Is this mm-hmm. what we want to do? And maybe a ways we would not have stopped to think before because we all had to stop and think about yeah. it. And I feel like, some of us who, no, I guess everybody would have to stop and, and no, 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 mm-mm. young people, because I'm watching them, the young people I see, they switch jobs like it's nothing. They just switch. Like it's they their keep underwear. <laughs> ah, they switch jobs so hot potato-y. Yeah, well, you know? our group, I think, at least among my friends, we, we think about that thing. For real, we stay that we sit on the job for a minute, you know, like before we make a big change, and it feels like a big change for for us. But I do know that more and more of that is happening, and like you said, I think I'll even have another switch in my life, but not not five, just you know, maybe one more. (laughs) Right, (laughs) I got got one more in me. (laughs) Well, you know, it it's. I think the interesting thing is, I think that this has shown us like, hey, we have one life to live. So let's go out and if we're going to do these things, let's do these things and switch. Now, this is prior to the pandemic, but well, before the pandemic, but my dad had worked for a a corporation for almost 30 years, Mm -hmm. almost 30 years. And that was the norm. We would work you would hope that you would find a company mm-hmm. that would want to, who would value you enough to keep yep. you in the same company, maybe, you know, with growth and all that kind of stuff for a number of years. So you get a pension and then you retire. Yeah, those I days mean, are gone. That, mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's gone. Those <laughs> no, days are gone. I don't even, my, my kids don't know what that looks like. 
They think they that's don't keep the company. Ridiculous. Yeah, they're like, well, companies are less likely to keep people too. People started being. Fi- I remember yeah. when the companies were less loyal to their employees for yes. a while, and employees because they got younger, they were like, fine, I'm just gonna skip around. Uh, yeah. So I, the the those things changed, but I don't know how many people my age changed as well, and and maybe it's because. I hang around people like me, and the people like me are like, let me think about this change first. Let me figure out how is it going to affect me financially? How is yeah. my status? You know, you know, yeah. is it going to be easy to find another job? Is it going to be sustainable? Am I going to like it enough? Like, yeah. we, I think we might, at least the people in my circles, we just kind of think about it um, a lot more. But I've seen other people in the late after 40s time of their life mm-hmm. completely change their career yeah, and have great success, and I look at them because you know they're they're mentors to me. They just don't know it, and I don't mind that. <laughs> I don't mind having the mentors as long as I can read a book about them and what they did, or I can kind of follow along of what they're doing. I, you know, it helps me see that I can do something like that too. Uh, so that's helpful mm-hmm. for me to 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 get the image in my head that I can do it. I can do it too. I'm I'm just now mm-hmm. not yet deciding what my next move will be. I haven't yeah. figured that part out. I don't well, have my I mentor have, yet for <laughs> beach bunniness. <laughs> I haven't figured it out yet either. But I tell you what, when daddy retired, I remember he said, I'm going back to school. Now, mind you, my dad was probably my age okay. at the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Might've been a smidge older, but not much. He says, I'm going to go back to school. And I'm like, daddy, why are you going back to school? Now, mind you, I have, I have kids at this point. Yeah. So they're, he, they're empty nesters. He's like, time is going to go by anyway. Mm. So why not do something I want to do now? Right. And so he went back, he went to school to become a lawyer. And that's why we were able to have like this conversation. We did a, um, a state law episode with my dad, mm-hmm. but that's because he became, he went on to go back to school at 50 something to start his career as a lawyer. Yeah, no, your, your dad's different. See, cause that's amazing. I have to say that both of my parents have a mentality of like, they can do basically anything and they don't set limitations on themselves for what the next move in their life is going to be. You know, they're in their 70s now but i never hear limitation from them yeah they should teach a master class <laughs> <laughs> but and i think and i and sometimes I, that bleeds into the way i am and you know that i do know like, that i'd be like girl like, stop <laughs> slow down hold on <laughs> it's like is there a path to get from a to b like and i'll be like, like i got I don't it know. <laughs> it'll, it'll happen it. yeah <laughs> That's where that comes from. Thanks, Dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, they're both like that. But I just, I think it makes me less fearful of this change, like going into hopefully have empty nesting sometime soon, right? Mm-hmm. It makes me less afraid to actually pivot, to do something different, to try something different, to learn something different. 
And I think there are a lot of people who are making that jump right now. Right. Well, education now is a lot easier to get to right now. Sure. You can, uh, the pandemic made sure that every educational institution had an online, like it was coming up already, but then it was mandatory when the pandemic comes. So now we're at a part of our lives where if you want to change and take Mm -hmm. uh, classes online, there's Mm -hmm. no problems with you taking classes online. There used to be this thing where there was this uh, brick and mortar versus online education and online mm-hmm. education was not considered as the same quality. Right. And that has changed. It's like, you can do it anyway. I mean, things have changed in the world to allow us to pivot easier. Uh, because right. You can up your education uh, online and that's uh, considered a legitimate way to get it done. So the, the, everything has been put into place to make this happen and make this available um, mm-hmm. to us. So I think we just have to be work on our mindset. So we're willing to take advantage of that. So whatever hesitations, whatever fears that we're dealing with, we, we don't have as many excuses. I, I remember telling you earlier, I am the most professionally experienced that I have ever been in my life. Right. Right now. Right now. Yeah. And tomorrow I'll be even more experienced. So mm-hmm. I can take all that. I think it's just, we need to remember that and apply mm-hmm. that and, mm-hmm. and lean on that part so that we are in the best position to pivot, to do something that's better for us. I agree. And if I look at my classmates mm-hmm. that I went to college with, they are in the, they are by and large doing things that are not what they went to school for. They mm-hmm. have, uh, a lot of them have quit corporate are doing completely different things. And when I tell you they are killing it because they're passionate about what it is that they have made this pivot towards, it makes me feel good. And it's also a reminder that, you know, you can do things and you can find success. I have a list of some people that I want to remind people about like how old they were when they started, um, Six, some success stuff. Do you mind if I go Please, through Please do tell. Okay. So I love this one because who hasn't seen a Samuel Jackson movie? Like he has a million. Come on, everybody. See, right? He's on commercials all the time right now. That's where I see them the most, um, commercials. But yeah. Yeah. Well, his first real, I don't, I know he was in some minor um, like movies beforehand, like we all remember him as the guy who stuck up um the McDowells in Coming to America. I keep forgetting that was him. Yeah, it was such a slow bit. It was hard. That's funny. But when he was in one of the Spike Lee movies, uh, Jungle Fever, I think it was Jungle Fever. He was forty-two or forty-three. So by the time he made it that far, he was forty-two. At that point, yeah, 50. okay, and and now he's big time and will never do any little small bit parts. Never, I never. don't think he would. Mm-mm. But I was, I always like that. It always, it just makes me that his story makes me feel good. I don't know why, but it always does. And do you know, I, can, huh? I can say to Alexa, I can say, <laughs> um, 
Hey Samuel, ask Samuel Jackson what time it is. And and on my device, Samuel Jackson in his Samuel Jackson voice will tell me what time it is. So this man didn't even really break into the industry till about 43 years old. And now he's on my Alexa device. Yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy. Now, this I thought was very interesting. Now, um, you've heard of Vera Wang? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vera I see Wang her did. stuff all the time at Kohl's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now they have it at Kohl's, right? But mm-hmm. Um, Vera Wang has been known as a very prominent um, fashion designer. And I think she may have started with, was it bridal gowns? I just know that. Oh, like, I think and I know she's done. I've, I've seen some of her bridal gowns. So I don't know yeah. if that's where she started. I don't know if that's where she started, but she um, didn't even enter. She was a, well, first I'll say this. She was a figure skater, which she looks like she could be a figure skater. Mm-hmm. She's got that figure skater body. Um, she was a figure skater and a journalist before she entered into the fashion industry at the age of 40. That's funny because I had never heard of her in those realms. I only heard of her in terms of uh, fashion, fashion industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And she was 40 before she started. So it's just like, I can do this. I mean, like, yeah, these people are exceptions in a way, but success doesn't have to be, you know, having your own fashion line or whatever. It can, there's a lot of success in between, um, you know, thinking about it and actually having a fashion line. So, yeah. so uh, and, and I guess that this is the people we can look to, to, I'm um, just going to see what they did. Mm-hmm. Like, how did how did you get there? How did you have the, I don't know, I, they can do it, we can too. We just have to remember that, I think you know? The, I think it's really important to remember like what you said about being the most, what did you say? I'm the most. I'm most I have the most experience, you know, professional experience than I ever had right now. Right now, right? Right now. And mm-hmm. I bet if I asked you, even if you didn't know 100% like what to do in a situation, you probably have jumped enough jump rope and done um, straddled enough hurdles to know how to manage getting that taken care of. Right. You know what I mean? Like you can come up with a strategy, probably, (laughs) probably like right very quickly. Whereas I know that younger people. Yeah. They haven't necessarily weathered, been weathered by their experiences. You, right. you, Our fears, you've had, yeah, whatever. You, you're mm-hmm. right. You're right. You're right. That's the thing. And I think we have to remind ourselves of that. You know, this age is not an experience and wisdom is not necessarily a liability. It, mm-hmm. You know, we, we can't let it get in the way of us saying, hey, but I have all these years of experience. Yeah, And um, I can bring value right away to whatever mm-hmm. I want to do. Mm-hmm. And remind ourselves we can continue to pivot. I think we have to give us, ourselves permission oh, man. to take the chance, to take the risk. One yeah. of my favorite quotes is from a movie called Grumpy Old Men. I, <laughs> I laugh now. Movie. I laugh oh, now because it's called Grumpy Old Men. And like, I'm getting that. I'm like <laughs> adapting a motto. It's like the only risk you ever regret are the ones you didn't take. Yeah. And something yeah. like that. So I, yeah. I, I paraphrase, but the thing is, it just reminds you that and I don't want to regret stuff. I don't want to mm-hmm. live with a lot of regrets. When I look back on my life 
And the things that you regret are those risks that you didn't take. So I don't want to say, man, I really should have gone after it. I hate I didn't do it because we only live once. We only we have this. Uh, well, I mean, depending on how you think about it, if you, you're of a different mind frame, you can come back in another life, which <laughs> I actually like to think about. I'll say, yeah, I'll do that in my next life. That gives me permission to, to let you know, it go. To Just let it go. <laughs> right. Right. I also need that. So I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth right now. But they say Gemini's can do that. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> But, you know, if I'm trying to do it in this lifetime, just knowing um, I just have to give myself, uh, believe in myself and give myself a chance to do something and believe that maybe, especially in this environment, that if I jump out there and something goes wrong, maybe I can jump back in, you know, yeah. into my safe spot. But that it's not a problem unless you just don't try. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, Romel, do you know what you want to do next? Because you said you love your job. I heard you. Y'all heard her. I she was like, I do. love my job. I love my job. And that that's what makes it harder to actually leave it. But, but do you need to if you love your job? The industry is changing so much. It's probably um, going to shift in a way that I probably won't love it. <laughs> okay. No, I'll see that right there. And I believe in that. I read this book called Who Moved My Cheese? And they say you pay attention to the little shift that changes so that you mm -hmm. don't get stuck in something you don't like because you just ignored all the little changes, little changes. until mm -hmm. it became something that you didn't want to do at all. So, yeah. Well, I'm proud of you for paying attention. Yeah, I probably, yeah, it's just hard. But I don't know what I want to do yet. I don't know. I what feel, you want to be when you grow up? I don't know what I want to mm. be when I grow up. I spent so much time doing, I've been doing this stuff for the last 15 years, right? And when you enjoy it, you're not necessarily looking. <laughs> you're not necessarily looking for the next thing that you want to do when you're just like, hey, I got up this morning and great, I'm getting ready to go out and do some work. You know what I mean? And and it's it's fine. It's great. But I hadn't had the real desire to to get out, you know, find an escape. But now I'm, I am looking for different things. I'm just I haven't settled on one thing yet, but we'll see. I'm still young. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Young, young at heart. How are you going to think about that? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, if Tina Turner can start a whole new, like, uh, what do you call it? A new singing career mm -hmm. after 40. I can yeah, do what's, something what's a lot less that's fabulous. Right. That's right. And be happy. Yeah. If I could just get a, a, a small amount of the success she had. Yeah. It'd be great. Yeah. 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 I'd be all right with that. I'd be okay with that. But I, I think you're right. I think if when you just give yourself permission to, um, to pivot and mm -hmm. to change, and also to do some stuff, you can do stuff. I think people are afraid to fail. Uh, duh. Right? Absolutely. That would be embarrassing. Yeah. People but, might laugh at me. You know, you just yeah. feel like that. Yeah. But the best, I mean, some of the best people, most successful people, I don't mean best people, but most successful people have some pretty significant failures at some point during their yeah. careers. Okay. So you had everybody till you started hitting the fact that, you know, you're going to have to fail big. You might have to fail big to you win. You might not fail it, big. It just sounds, it sounds, but it, it sounds it, less it fun sounds to try. Scary. It, it does. You just scary. brought the scariness up front. You did. Well, that, I think that's what keeps people from, from doing, following their dreams, yeah. following their passions and things like that is, is fear. And 
So it's not, it's not, not something I want to discount. We, like you said, we only live once unless you, unless you have a different mindset. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah, no so, pain, no gain. Sometimes yeah. you have to put yourself out there, suffer, suffer a little bit to get to where you're going. If you have a clear vision, I, I, I like that. I don't have a plan for mm-hmm. my next step. Mm-hmm. I think I'll keep my eyes open so that mm-hmm. when I see it, I see it and I can yes. go after it. And I've done things like I'm involved in something at work that focuses around helping you think about what it is you really want to do in life and what, what makes you feel like, what type of work gives you purpose and mm-hmm. joy. And if, you know, having, spending time just really thinking about those type of things mm-hmm. help remind me, oh, if ever an opportunity for this to happen or this to happen or mm-hmm. you know me make a living as a beach bomb to happen then I am <laughs> going to take that opportunity I can I can mm-hmm. try it I can go for it and the success that I've had in my career to this point might be what I can fall back on mm-hmm. so if beach bum life doesn't really do it for me and I fail then I can come back you know right, to corporate right. life and, and do this thing that I've built up so much but just being able to recognize the opportunity when when it presents itself, so I can it can tell me okay now's the time to now's the time to pivot, just do it. <laughs> I think somebody I else. I think has somebody else that has one. that. I don't yeah, think we can take that. Don't one. come for me. <laughs> I just said a few words. <sighs> oh my gosh! Well, thanks so much for talking with me about pivoting today, yeah, and yeah. I think it's like just giving us permission to think freely to explore not Mm -hmm. to discount things and to know that you just don't want to live in regret and get to your deathbed and saying oh I really wish I had tried this I really wish I had done this I really wish I had given that a try I think that's a big fear of mine I don't want to get there and have and and wished I had done something that I had never even tried to and do. Tried to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for finishing my thoughts. You mm-hmm. do that like so well. You know, I'm good to good at that. Reading <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, thank you all so much for coming and sitting down with us once again. We appreciate you thank so much. You. Yeah. And so if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends. Otherwise, otherwise, wow. Where did that come from? <laughs> I told okay. you about day drinking girl. <clears throat> oh my gosh. I wish I could blame it on some rum and Coke. Can we blame it on rum and Coke? I'm gonna I don't know. That. What have you been up to? I mean, seriously. Lemonade is Aww. it's not, and it doesn't have any vodka in it. Blame it on the lemonade. Yeah. Got it. Okay. I wish. Right. Okay. But What I was going to say basically is until next time, (laughs) peace Peace and and blessings. blessings. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Girl Podcast. That's girl with three R's. And if you want to participate in our segment, Ask Your Girlfriends, email us at girl podcast at gmail.com that's girl with three r's (laughs) so until next time peace Peace and and blessings. blessings